I'd see him sitting on that couch all day long, just staring at that Hollywood hogwash. Our favorite show was Hollywood Hogwash. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Hollywood Hogwash. I'm Andrew Pisano, along with Josh Reese. We've spent so much time together these past couple days. That's true. Don't make it. Don't make. Don't make a weird face at me, Andrew. How did it's I make a weird face? We've been at Comic Con. No, we've been at Comic Con. Comic Palooza. The last few days. It's Comic Palooza, and you've worn that shirt for five straight days it's now. It's the same thing. I wash it every single day. You did not. I you did every not day. wash it Saturday night. I did after Comic Palooza. I did. I you, washed you're a liar. it. Washed it and washed it, and I was like, you know what? <laughs> Multiple times. It doesn't smell good enough. Wash it again. Doesn't smell good enough. Wash it again. Third time is the charm. In case you're, you know, listening, as most of you do. Josh is wearing his t-shirt that he had custom made that says, yes, you're in my league. And then the back says, am I in yours? You don't have to turn around. It's okay. You don't have to turn around. For the people Uh, at home watching. How much did that even cost? Free. Free. I made it myself. You did not make it yourself. All it cost me was an old Navy t-shirt. Someone made it for you? Yeah. I got friends. I got friends in high places, Andrew. Yeah. In the the t-shirt making game. I mean, it's not that hard, right? You just iron it. They just ironed it on. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You could do that. You can't. But so that's that. You can't wash it then if it's ironed on. It would get ruined. I washed it. Yeah, I washed it on cold. They said wash it on cold, so I have to wash it on cold. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Because back in the day, like we made uh, these iHeart Conan shirts. Back when I was obsessed with Conan O'Brien. Conan the Barbarian? No, Conan O'Brien. Oh, Conan which O'Brien. Which is uh, one of our pops right there. Oh, there we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, but after you throw it in the washer, it gets complete, It gets ruined. Right. You know? Because it was just ironed on. But Well, if you'd seen my shirt, that means you saw me at Comic-Con. Comic-Palooza. Comic-Palooza, excuse Comic me. Comic-Palooza went well. Uh, yes. We did our live podcast. We had a good turnout. Really good turnout. Uh, a lot of our fans showed up, so it was a lot of fun. Um, the best part was the last 15 minutes or so was the Josh <laughs> Reese dating game. That was, where that was Josh, fun. Where uh, Josh walked around and tried to get a date with a few... A few lovely ladies. Did not work. Struck out with every single one well, of them. Well, we don't know. But, you know, put the, put the seeds out there. You never Maybe. know. Maybe. The, the, uh, the seeds have been planted. Nothing has sprouted or grown well, in my garden of ladies. Just It was just one seed, right? So we'll see what yeah, happens. We'll see. Nurturing it, pouring some water, you know, making sure it's in the sunlight so it can sprout. <laughs> Just but, stop. But no. Oh, yeah, it's a terrible <laughs> analogy. But no, it was a really, really fun time at Comic yeah. Comic Con. Comic Palooza. Comic Palooza. Yeah. It was really fun. I think we met a lot of people. I hope we have a lot of new fans out there. Hopefully, you yeah. guys are going to enjoy the show. This is a jam-packed episode today. Yes. Jam-packed with news and exciting recaps. That's yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. Look at me. I'm doing the plugs already. Just, yeah, I'm but you're, so a little, you're a little early because I still want to talk more about Comic Palooza. Well, keep on talking, Andrew. Keep on talking. I mean, there was a Catwoman there that was like super hot. <laughs> Andrew bragging super upon hot. himself. What I do you will, mean? I wasn't Catwoman. I, no, but you were. Catwoman was more your friend than anybody else's. Mm, okay, sure. I guess so. Maybe I won her over. Yeah, probably. Uh, but there was also that was the sexiest costume. Was this this woman in uh, as Catwoman? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but she, the funniest, she was pretty sexy. The funniest. Okay. All right, Josh, take it easy. <laughs> the funniest costume 
was easily Randy from South Park. But it was the episode where he microwaves his uh, testicles. And the guy had a Randy mask, Mm -hmm. the clothes and everything. And then he had a wheelbarrow with his fucking nuts on it. Oh, my God. It It was was fantastic. It was great for people who are just... Or just listening to this podcast and didn't see this guy yeah. at Comic Con. It was great. He was amazing. His wheelbarrowing is nuts yeah. around the entire. I mean, like place. I, I've, I think I want to finally cosplay as something next year, but like you can't top that. So why even bother? No, you can't top a lot of the things. There was a guy that came dressed in like a full alien suit. Yeah, I don't know if it was a guy or a girl, who knows? Right. But I mean, there was a Professor Chaos. Professor there was Chaos. So many creative. See, I would want to do. I would want to do something like something funny, like the Randy thing. Like that's amazing. We but then you have Dick to walk Tracy. around with that wheelbarrow all day. Uh, that's all annoying. Day. <laughs> <laughs> at, like, is he? Does he look at pops? Does he go shopping? Is and he's there, like, is hmm. there a pop like that? I want to, oh I, we God. would have to get that. That would. Oh man. I don't think they could make. It'd a have pop to be like, like the length of three pops, but I would <laughs> do it. That's amazing. It would be the centerpiece. <laughs> yeah, we do have a new pop though. Yeah, uh, we have a Squid Game pop right there. A lot of Pretty Game awesome. Characters. It was only eight dollars on Amazon. Oh wow! So if you want the Squid Pop, eight bucks, and uh, the Peacemaker pop is on the way, so it will be here. On is next week's episode, Peacemaker pop that size. Yeah, or it's normal. Size? It's normal size. Normal size. Okay. Yeah, I try to get the normal size pops. Fair enough. You know, fair enough. okay. Because we have enough. We have enough stuff in the back. Mm-hmm. And then once yeah. we get the Peacemaker pop, we'll be even. We'll have seven wrestlers and seven uh, movie star or characters. movie TV show mm-hmm. characters. characters. And then we'll have the Venom wrestler in the middle because yeah. he's both. He's bridging the gaps. Yeah, I he's gotcha. a wrestler yeah. and he's uh, he's, a and he's a superhero gotcha. or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. It's pretty cool. Yeah. But all right. Enough talk about that. Uh, we have to get to Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul's back. Back, baby. And we, uh, we also... I watched Elvis, so we'll talk, I'll talk a little bit about that. Josh watched the first episode of The Terminalist, so mm-hmm. maybe he'll tell us what he thought about that. Sure, why not? And then we're going to review uh, South Park, The Streaming Wars, Part 1 and 2. Fucking hilarious. We watched yeah. it right before we came up here to record. Mm-hmm. And so many great lines. These the Paramount Plus uh, episodes are the best. They're just they just let you know uh, South Park go run wild. Yeah, it's like guys, whatever the fuck you guys want to do. Oh, they've just, had just go ahead. They've had creative control for so forever since forever, really. But it yeah. feels like on Paramount Plus, they're just they're just allowed to like you know just go free willy. Well, it's great because they can curse willy nilly, and there's no you know beeping, and you could even show certain things. <laughs> they can use a lot of interesting music, <laughs> yeah. a lot of interesting music. Yeah, <laughs> this is gonna be another two hour podcast. Oh, uh, probably yeah. So let's get started with the Hollywood what? hogwash. Uh, so uh, there's a spinoff of the boys coming soon. We we've heard about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we have some more details. It's starring Arnold Schwarzenegger's son, Patrick Schwarzenegger. Interesting. So we'll see if he could even act. Has he been in it? Has he been in anything? I don't uh, know. Yet? I don't know. Because uh, if he has, I haven't seen it. But it's um, uh, it's called Gen V. Gen V. Oh wait, Ar- uh, Patrick Schwarzenegger's in the Terminal List. Is he? Uh, yeah. Okay. Maybe as a small part. Um, but no, nothing I've seen. Yeah, he's in just a lot of strange. Oh, Grown Ups 2. 
but I haven't seen that. Oh, that was in 2013, so he was a kid. Yeah. But yeah, so the synopsis for Gen V, it says Gen V is an uh, irreverent R-rated series that explores the lives of hormonal competitive soups as they navigate college life. Jesus Christ, this sounds like So a there's a get- college very crazy very it's a, quickly. It's a college of soups. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing, like if this was not Seth Rogen, you know, producing this, mm-hmm. which I'm sure he's producing the spin-off. But it's like, uh, yeah, I don't know, a college, you know, with the soups, it kind of feels lame. But if Seth Rogen is producing it, then then I trust it. Because, I mean, he did Superbad, and Superbad's I, amazing. I mean, it's got a, I mean, Diabolicals was really good. Yeah, he's... And seasons, he's, of course, the entire, you know, uh, Boys 1, 2, and 3 have been right. great. So I have, uh, they, they've earned my trust. Yeah. You know, I'm sure this is going to be a pretty good show. And Seth Seth Rogen is uh, one of the executive producers, of course. I don't know who these other people are. It's it's a lot of young people, mm-hmm. obviously. But yeah, that sounds very, very interesting. I don't think it has even a potential release date yet. So um, maybe next year. Although, again, with these with these shows nowadays, it's like, hey, here it is, Gen V. Here's the trailer. Comes out in two weeks. Get ready. So that seems like at know. least for Disney. Disney. Yeah, that's how they roll. Maybe it'll be up by the end of the year. Who knows? But if it's good, then that would be cool because then we don't have to wait as long for boys' content. I'm not sh- uh, okay. So you don't want to make too many shows because then you're like The Walking Dead, mm-hmm. you know, and you have like six, seven spinoff shows. Right, and it becomes watered down. But The Walking Dead lost my trust a long time they ago. They did, yeah. Um, these are some people from the cast. This is from Variety. Lizzie Broadway. She says it's going to be a roller coaster. It's going to be filled with blood, guts, and everywhere. Well, uh, that's, so I mean, that's, that's, that's the boys. Of, uh, Chance per permito per domino uh, adds. It's fucked up. You're going to like it. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, like I said, they've earned our trust. I'm sure this is going to be a wacky, wild ride. Yeah. Hey, did you see Kamiko when we were at Comic Palooza? No, I did okay, not see so Kamiko. So obviously they have the section where all the celebrities are. We saw, I saw Robert Patrick. You know the T1000. He's also mm-hmm. Peacemaker's dad now. Uh, saw uh, the guy that played um, Rorschach in Watchmen. Oh shit! Saw a few, Jackie Early Haley, few right? cool celebrities. Uh, Alice Cooper was there. But I, I walked over there three different times to just to see Kamiko, just to be like, oh, there she is. See you her know? in person. Just yeah. to see her from 100 feet away. Right. But like, no, she was never there when I walked over there. So I was a little sad about that. And obviously Homelander, uh, played, you know, played oh by God. Anthony Starr, canceled a week before. Talked to so many people that were so disappointed Homelander. That would have been there. my number one Fuck yeah. person to see there. I think we both would have went and cut, you know. And like I said, if he was if he was wearing the costume, I'd be like, Get, here's my money. <laughs> Take all my money, Take please. Take all my money. Yeah, no, it was really, really fun. And uh, I'm disappointed he wasn't there. But the, the person with the longest line, to my surprise, at least when I was there, Alice Cooper. Well, yeah, he's I, I mean, he's very famous. But I mean, I, I didn't think people there, love musicians. But you go to Comic Con not cause, so you could meet Alice Cooper. I also never saw. I also didn't see Terry Crews. I, I think he was Terry the most Cruz expensive uh, celebrity in terms of how much a photo was and an mm. autograph and all that. Right. Uh, so yeah. Moving on, but no, I look forward to seeing Gen V. Mm-hmm. 
Um, you know, maybe even Butcher might show up at some point. Who knows? Billy Butcher. What are you cunts doing? <laughs> I'll go to. Bl- we have to blow up this college full of soups. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, moving on. So uh, the Russo brothers, famous for doing Avengers Infinity Ga- uh, Infinity War and Endgame. Fun shit. Uh, they recently did a Q&A with Deadline and were asked about uh, possibly doing another MCU project. And uh, they've talked about this before, but they spoke again. They said, our love for Marvel is based on the books that we read as kids, the books that we fell in love with. The one series that we adored growing up was Secret Wars. Uh, it's incredibly ambitious. It would be bigger, bigger than Infinity War and Endgame. But it's a massive undertaking. Those two movies were very hard to make, so trying to imagine making another two mm. movies even bigger than those two, we're going to have to sleep on that. <laughs> well, that's um, one of the ones that people have always speculated that's going to be part of one of Marvel's phases. Oh, down the it's road. clearly coming. Yeah, everyone feel like, but Russo brothers. Please make this movie. Well, well, I mean, yeah, it seems like it's it'll it would be two movies, just like Infinity War and Endgame. Mm-hmm. Please do Secret Wars, please. Well, that would be just stay attached to Marvel. Somehow. It sounds like right now they're a little burnt out, so maybe it's it's going to take a while. Mm-hmm. But yeah, God, that would be awesome. Yeah, that'd that be would be great. Maybe down for it. Sure. Spider Man and well, get a lot everyone. of fucking characters for sure. Yeah, yeah. Also, uh, the Hollywood Reporter says that Adam Scott has joined the cast of the upcoming Spider-Man spinoff, Madam Web. The film already has mm. Dakota Johnson as the lead, as well as Emma Roberts. So, I'm not too familiar with Madam Web, but, you know. No one is. I'm, I'm the interested. Only, uh, the only time I've ever even heard of her was in the Spider-Man cartoon from the 90s. And even right. then, it's like, who cares? And by the way, in the cartoon... She was like a 70-year-old woman, and now she's being played by 25-year-old Dakota Johnson, or however old she is, 30, who knows, but like still. Young, young, I don't know what you do, what's a young person name instead of madam? Um, Senor Webb, Senorita Webb? That's terrible. Come back to me, Andrew, I can do no, better. No, I will not come back to you. <laughs> but yeah, no, um, it looks like Craven is kind of, a te- uh, you know, mentioned in with Ma- Madam Webb stuff, so. Where? Right here. People, no, it says people also, also search, search for Craven. That's not the oh, same okay. thing. But I'm sure Craven. I'm sure the thing Craven and Madam Web will have in common is that the movie will suck because it's Sony. <laughs> it's Sony. Okay, that's it's fair. Morbius. We're talking about trust. Sony certainly does not have any of my trust. Morbius, Venom, Venom, Venom Two. Mm-hmm. Soon to be Venom 3. Yeah, the only thing that they seemed to got right was uh, um, uh, Spider-Man uh, in the uh, multiverse. Not the multiverse. Um, I, oh, Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse, That yeah. was a cartoon. Yeah, but that, so, was, that was fine. That was really good. That was really good, but yeah. that's a cartoon, so it's different. It is different. Yeah. yeah. Soon Sony's just going to have to give up. I mean, just just sell it all to Marvel, man. Yeah. Just give, Who just the give fu- it to uh, Madam Webb. Movie, and then they're also coming. Remember the Bad Bunny, where he plays a Spider-Man wrestler. Oh right, yeah. Oi, yeah. Oi, indeed. Oi, vey, as I would say. Who Bad. would say? They would say. No, I don't say it. No. Also, uh, the city of Albuquerque is unveiling statues 
of Breaking Bad characters Walter White and Jesse Pinkman. The statues will be displayed inside of the Albuquerque Convention Center after being revealed on July 29th. It's kind of funny because when Breaking Bad was being filmed, like the mayor or governor at the time, like, uh, spoke about how she didn't like the show. This doesn't represent our city. Yeah, because it made, it made you know, New Mexico look bad. Right, full of methods. But it was, like, stupid, like, hey, dummy, the reason why tourism went up, like, a thousand percent It's because people wanted Mexico to see that house that Walter Is because people wanted to throw pizzas <laughs> on, top on top of Walter's house. They wanted to go see the spot where, you know, Walter White killed some people and, you know, like, yeah. But... Okay, so they want to see the retirement home where Gus blew up. <laughs> but is it a little bit weird that they're? That, I know it's one of the most popular shows that's ever been invented in TV history. But like, it, I feel like it's weird that they're making statues to villains. <laughs> right. Like here, like you know, I still think it's Gotham. less. Here's our here's our uh, our our tribute to Joker. Right. <laughs> I still think it's less weird than Philadelphia having a rocky. But the, I feel like that uh, like in the like in the like there it is. That's our there, greatest this sports is, hero. This is where he ran <laughs> the Stallone Stallone. See, but that kind of makes fit because Stallone is a good guy, you know, and it's 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 a good thing to celebrate the city of Philadelphia. But you know, I, I, like the mayor or the governor or whatever, it's kind of weird celebrating two two really evil people. Yeah. I guess maybe Jesse Pinkman not so evil, but Walter well, White for certain. I mean, if there's why a, not a Gus if, should if be there's mad. A, if Where's there's, a Gus statue? If there's a hell, Jesse Pink, the character Jesse Pinkman would be going. Well, yeah, maybe or he could be redeeming himself in the in the Arctic. You know, I don't know about that. Building his, uh, building his murder is. I mean, if if it's Catholicism, murder is a unforgivable sin or whatever. He just has to ask for forgiveness. No, that's not. Has to ask for forgiveness. There are what? What is? I think it's mortal sins and immortal. Like there's certain. Yeah, like that's what I was. I'm not the best Catholic. Well, neither am I. I'm not even one anymore. But that's what I was taught. There were certain things that you could do where the priest will still be like. You're forgiven. Oh, so I'm good? Oh, no. No, no, you're still burning just, in hell. Just ask God for forgiveness, Andrew. You'll be fine. I didn't murder anyone, Josh. Okay. Well, you know, with all sin, buddy. Sometimes you piss me off enough that I get, uh, you know, right. upset, but I don't murder you, no. Thank God. Uh, but I'm sure that's night. just, they're just doing this to try to... In, Boost in, tourism? Yeah, in, of course. <laughs> for sure. Let me go to the Albuquerque Convention Center. <laughs> what else do you have there? <laughs> That would be the only thing. All right, we saw it. We paid the 20 bucks. Now let's go. I'm trying to think. Like, we took a selfie with Walter White. Can like, we go now? The only things interesting in Albuquerque that I can think of is uh, that famous UFC gym uh, that John Jones trained at. I can't. Okay. I can't think of it, but then, I don't know. but then, yeah, I guess. Why is it a famous gym? Just because he was there? Because he was there. Yeah, and I guess they produced some other guys. I think Donald Cerrone fought there, too. All right, but like you know that and. I guess Breaking Bad. So, Those might be the two things that I can associate with New Mexico. Where's the Where's the uh, Saul Goodman statue? He deserves one now too. Yeah, Saul Goodman, Giancarlo uh, Statton. Why just make I a whole Jesus. Just make a Mickey. whole museum of Breaking Bad. That's probably what they should do. Blue meth. Oh, they should do that. Just yeah. put a bunch of cool shit in there. Like all here, the props. Yeah, here's um, uh, Tuco's uh, grill. You know? Oh, um, uh, fuck. Uh, Tortuga, here's Tortuga's head. 
Oh, right. The turtle. Yeah. yeah. That's a, the turtle in the head. Uh, what's his name? Um, I, we <laughs> Machete. Both get, Machete, yeah. <laughs> here's uh, here's Hank, uh, Hank's uh, collection of rocks. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Uh, Hank, uh, Hank Browsers. <laughs> yeah, just a Danny Trejo head. There should be, like, there should be some cool stuff like that, like museums for, like, really cool shows. And I, I appreciate that. Well, you go to Planet Hollywood and see some cool stuff and then eat, eat, some, eat some shitty food. Yeah, they're still, they're still have some of those. Yeah, they're still out there. Hmm. There's still one in Orlando, I think, I and California. Yeah. Also, uh, so the Gremlins creator, Joe Dante, is claiming that the creators of The Mandalorian have shamelessly copied uh, his Mogwai. Was it, what was the little gremlin, the cute one called? Oh, man, I'd have to, I can't remember. It says Mogwai. I don't know if it's Mogwai, but that's how I'm reading it. Mogwai. I don't know. But yeah, he says they copied his design to make Grogu. And when you look at it, well, I mean, they kind of do look alike. If you stare at anything long enough, so, yeah. But no, it's got big ears. Sure. sure. They both have big eyes, little mouths, and then those like short arms, big hands, and a really cute face. But I mean, what was a baby Yoda supposed to look like? <laughs> Uh, I mean, that kind of looks like what a baby Yoda would look like, to be honest. I mean, it does. A really tiny version of Yoda. But you never know. They're going to win a lawsuit. <laughs> hey, Gro- Grogu is going to get uh, look they way would, different They would next probably season. settle out of court for sure. Or, or settle before it goes to trial, if that happens. But I mean, the big ears. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. They have nothing to stand on. I think he's got a case. <laughs> no, because when when he takes off the uh, his uh, his jacket or whatever that is, he's going to look completely different. Oh God! <laughs> They'll be like, "Well, uh, uh, Your Honor, he's got a huge penis." <laughs> I didn't mean that. Who knows? If, I don't know. Maybe Yoda has a penis. I'm not sure. <laughs> but no, look how look how large his belly is, or you know, maybe it's just skeletons under there. I don't know. Whatever. Suck, suck my balls, you will. <laughs> That's terrible. Terrible. Oh, you know Yoda molested the... Hey! <laughs> the, hey! the Jedi Academy is very creepy. The, it's oh, very creepy. They will take the younglings and you can't see your family anymore. You have to stay with us now, youngling. Oh, my God. I was watching... Was creepy. It, what was it? The first The first episode... Um, Obi-Wan? No, no, no. When they, when they came back, the, the, the movie series, when they came back, when Anakin uh, was racing. All yeah. That. yeah. What was that? What? Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace. Yeah, but I was at the scene where... Where she's turning over her son to um, to Qui Gon. Yeah, it's like I'm never going to see my mom again. No, sadly, no, never. You're, I'm your mom now. <laughs> you're going to come with me and Obi Wan, and we're going to travel the star system. And you can together. And you just and a you, tiny bit creepy. And you can't have sex, just like Catholic priests. Oh Lord. <laughs> yeah. Which is why I'm kind of interested in seeing where Taika Waititi goes in this new direction. In a Star Wars universe. Oh, yeah. Away you, you, from everything okay. else. Spoiler, it's going to be the best Star Wars film ever made. Well, probably. It's going to be better than Empire Strikes Back. Because it's going to have Korg in it. Any of the original. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a story about Obi-Wan. Yeah. It'll be the best Star Wars film ever made. It'll be a really good story. It'll Star be like, Wars oh, this is way better than George Lucas could ever do. Yeah. Blow George Lucas or, or, out of the water. Or J.J. Abrams or mm-hmm. anyone. But, yeah. All right, is that do you have any other news? Um I've got a couple pieces. Uh so remember when the first um 
first couple images and the first trailer came out for She-Hulk and we were all like, what the fuck? She looks terrible. Yeah. She looks terrible. Well, and then they were like, hey, look, we fixed it. And we were like, Did, I don't know. Did you fix it? I don't think you fixed it. Right. So uh, the producer, is she the producer? Hold on. I was reading it earlier. What's weird is like the director. Go, go, to, the, go to her picture. Uh-huh. Like she looks like they just painted her green. Right. Why didn't you just paint her green? Well, I think when the final show comes out, maybe it might be like that. Who knows? No, but like instead of doing CGI, mm-hmm. like she looks like the she looks like herself. She looks fine right there. Like it's right. like yeah. with Gamora, with right. Zoe Zeldana, they just painted her green. Gamora's great. Yeah. Yeah. And she doesn't look any different. It's not like with Mark Ruffalo where he got all big and buff right. and he d- clearly doesn't look the same. She <laughs> just she Hulk, she just got taller. That's it. She got taller. Maybe she's a little bit buffer and stuff like that. But they did it with Jane, with Thor and uh, with Jane and Thor. Yeah, you know she looked buff. You know, I doubt it's because she was lift, she was lifting weights and stuff like that. Well, she probably worked yeah, out probably. a bit. But uh, so Cat Carano, Serrano, Carano, whatever director no, for the Cat uh, Cicero Cro- Cicero Cioro. We're gonna say know. KC. KC was talking about the negative fan reaction. And uh, her quote was, uh, I think a lot of the reactions have to do with the fact that she's so different than anything we've seen, which is uh, true. This is, the, wait, this is the person that created it, that did the CGI? She's the director. Oh, the director. The director. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, when you think of Hulk or Thanos, uh, they have the grisliness and harshness and the bulkness to them that's just so different. And then when you see just a little pop of her, it's almost shocking because we haven't seen Look, something like she's it. she's defending her baby because right. she has to. Right. And she wants people to like it. hmm But it's not her fault the CGI sucks. She's not in charge of the CGI or, or how much they get to use for the budget. I was trying to find, uh, find the story, too, but I, I think I showed it to you. Or maybe I retweeted or something like that. But yeah. um, the VFX people that were working on She-Hulk we're talking about how overworked they were on this project and how much, I guess, they were underpaid or whatever. And it just seems like they got the shaft on the project. But, yeah. I mean, it, it just goes to show you, like, maybe they shouldn't be rushing these things. Yeah. Maybe they should be putting in a little bit of space. Right. You know? Well, look, when, when no one wants to talk about it because the scene was so awesome, but in Mandalorian Season 2, fast forward, I won't even mention it, but when you know who shows up mm-hmm. at the end of Mandalorian Season 2... Like, it was this awesome moment, but it was a little weird because was, the CGI was so bad. Look, he looked a tad bit computer animated. Well, yeah, he looked like he looked like a video game. Yeah, just just a tad bit. It was a yeah. great thing, but then when you finally saw his face, it was like, oh, that's, yeah, no. <laughs> but That's not great. But She-Hulk looks way worse than even that, you know? So, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I'm, I... We're gonna give it. We're gonna give it a try. The good old college try. Oh, but I don't know if we're gonna guarantee we're gonna see the whole thing through. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, Depends how much fucking she does in the first. Uh, seems like the first episode is just gonna be our, her on Tinder and and <laughs> and carrying that man to bed. 
What uh, else? Uh, the only other thing that I got is I know you haven't seen it yet, and you've got to watch it, Andrew. But they have finally told us when Succession season four is going to come out on HBO, and that's going to be unfortunately next year, May twenty twenty three. Oh wow! So you've got until May twenty twenty three, and to to see this series, Andrew, that's certainly enough time. It's really really good. I think the fans out there at home really really like Succession, just like me. Oh, hit Marcel, just like me. Really, really good show. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So can't wait. Can't wait. We were also going to talk uh, Emmy nominations. Oh, shit. But they, right. they passed on Peacemaker, so fuck them. Not only that, but they really didn't give um, Better Call Saul that many. Well, I know the actress that plays Kim Wexler, she got nominated. Sure. I think Bob Odenkirk also got nominated for Best Actor in his TV well, well, show. Where's my boy Howard? Howard didn't Howard, get a supporting is actor? No, he, he's not. He's... <laughs> He's not even in it enough to be a supporting actor. Howard is... It's a travesty. For what? Travesty for playing for a robot? Howard. He played a very, First very of all, emotional robot. Supporting actor would go to... Uh, what's his name? Tony Dalton? Is that his name? Tony Who Dalton. plays Lalo? Oh, Lalo. Lalo? Uh, yeah, Lalo's fine, too. Lalo or... You know, they should both... They should just be co-supporting actors. Lalo and yeah, Howard. Tony Dalton would be best supporting actor for... Sure, he should have been nominated. Ugh. I don't know if he was or not, but yeah, they passed on Peacemaker. I know, like Moon Knight wow, and other I mean, stuff got. I, well, that's weird. If Moon Knight got some love, Peacemaker should have gotten some love. I fucking hated Moon Knight. Well, Moon Knight, probably maybe Moon Knight was just graphics and stuff. I'm sure I'm Oscar sure. Isaac got involved. Uh, probably got a nomination. For, I I doubt. You it. don't think so? People <laughs> love all that stuff. Like, oh, he's he's. I doubt it. He's he's playing so many characters in one. Love it. Amazing. No, not a nomination though. No. Yeah. Uh, all right, so uh, let's talk. We have another top five list to do. Yes. I kept it at top five this week, so. Okay. I was proud of myself. I did as well, actually. Oh, wow. Andrew's yeah. showing some restraint. Well, this one's a little, it's a little different. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we're, we did top five best worst movies of all time. Yeah. Our favorites. And I guess I'll go first. You always go first, yeah. So okay, go I'll ahead. go first. Um, so, uh, number five on my best worst movies list is going to be Speed Two. Speed Two, Cruise okay. Control. God, I hated it's, that it's movie. It's a fun movie. I like it, you know. But it is. It's ter- not even Keanu Reeves. It's terrible. It's not even Keanu Reeves. It's Sandra Bullock in it. I love Sandra. Bullock. And who's the star? I can't remember. Yeah, because he went nowhere. <laughs> I watch it for San- Sandy Bullock. That Sandy guy amazing. was never in another thing after Speed Two. Oh, but Speed it, 2, Cruise Control. Cruise Control on a giant boat. It's really fun. Sandra Bullock and Jason Patrick. Is that his name? Oh. Wilm Defoe's the bad guy. That's right. Yeah. All right, go Who's ahead. Man? Um, so number four is uh, Mortal Kombat. I think that's a cult classic, to be honest. It is, yeah. You know, it is terrible, but it's fun. It's, I like it. It's, yeah. You know, it's really it's good. It's so bad that it's good. Uh, number three is a Vin Diesel movie. That's Triple X. Yeah. Triple X is fucking terrible. But right. it's fun. I love it. It's Vin it Diesel is. doing his most Vin Diesel. Yes. Uh, number two is Wild Wild West with Will Smith. Fucking movie is weird. But it's a good weird. It is. I love it. Yeah. Giant robotic robotic spider. Right. And you got the half man. It's Confederate Army. It's so weird. But it's a really fun it's movie. It's very weird. And then I think the number one is probably on a lot of people's list. Uh-huh. Is face off? 
Face Off is the wildest movie I think anybody's ever going to watch in their life. But just the acting. I guess it is bad. Between those yeah. two guys. It is so. It's just insane. It is it's so bad so that it's over good. the top. But it's so fun. It I is love so it. it is so bad that it's good. So yeah. I will have to add it to my list. Oh shit! Now we got Andrew doing a top six. Uh, top seven. I added a couple <laughs> movies because you mentioned Vin Diesel, and I was like, oh right, of course, <laughs> of course. So all right, I have a top seven. Oh Lord Jesus! Of my favorite, best worst movies. Uh, at number seven, this is all just because of Arnold. It's Batman and Robin, <laughs> just for all the the ice puns. <laughs> And she's like, I love the nipples. Freeze, freeze, winter, freeze. winter ice. Man. What killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. <laughs> Stay cool, bird boy. You just watch it for the one-liner? Yeah. <laughs> it's all because of Arnold. You know what? That might be on a lot of people's list, to be oh, honest. I, could, I think so. I could watch it. I could watch it just for the laughs. Uh, number six is the movie that came That's out. That's the one with the bat card, right? Yeah, because they're fighting over Poison Ivy, and and Batman buys a date with Poison Ivy. He basically buys a hooker. Uh, Number six, we have Birdemic. This is a really bad B-movie from like 10 years ago. Uh, The director was this Vietnamese guy who had no experience making movies. He just had a lot of money and was like, I'm going to make a movie. And and it was basically a ripoff of Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds. And the dialogue was so bad. The main actor in the movie is one of the worst actors ever. He's like a robot. And oh my God, the CGI is horrific. It's so fucking fun to laugh at. There's even a sequel that's really good as well. Are we going to have to watch this on a Patreon episode? We might. It's really great. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this yet, because I think if you No, I have did, not seen that. No, no, no. I'm talking about the next one. Oh. If you did, it would definitely be on your list, but... It's it's pretty much known as like the worst movie ever made, and that's The Room with no. Tommy Wiseau. No, he's like this Polish guy that also had a lot of money and decided I wanted to make my own movie, and he did, and it's so terrible. It's so bad that James Franco played him in a in uh, the Disaster Artist. James Franco and Seth Rogen made the movie. Okay, I've heard about that one. Yeah, I've it's, heard about the, the movie is about artists. the making of the room. Oh lord, and it's it's awesome. Okay, so go check out the room. The best thing about the room is they still have showings all over the world. Really? And here in Houston, where it's like one Friday a month, there's a midnight showing where you can go and people throw spoons because what? there's a in the in the fucking movie there's just a picture frame of a spoon. Like, in the living room. It's like, why would you have a picture frame of a spoon? So people throw spoons, they oh, throw footballs. Oh, these are where the gifts are from? Oh, yeah. I've always wondered. Okay. Yeah. That's James Franco as Tommy Wiseau. Oh. That's the real Tommy Wiseau there <laughs> with the football. And, he like, because he, he's just like, oh, Americans love football. So, he, he like, he can't even throw the football right. It's so fucking weird. It's he looks like a, a weird... Uh, um, Oh man, the guy that did the crypto, um, Mark um, Mark Wahlberg, looks like a weird Mark. No, Wahlberg. he's the weirdest person you'll ever see in this movie. This looks like a weird movie. <laughs> it's a weird movie, but it's amazing. Uh, number four, I have uh, Thanks Killing. This was a movie that oh, was right. on I, Netflix. Uh, I don't know, ten plus years ago that I saw with friends, and we still quote uh, we still quote it to this day. It's about an evil turkey. That kills a bunch of college kids on Thanksgiving. But the difference is it it knows it's a 
the, it knows it's a bad movie, so it plays into it. Uh, it's really great. There's one part where the, the turkey fucks a girl. Oh, Lord Jesus. And then he yells, you just got stuffed. Oh, so it's great stuff. <laughs> it's stuff. It's amazing. It's great stuffing. Great stuffing. Yeah, no. So check it out. Thanks, Killing. Uh, number three, Fast, uh, Fast and Furious 7. Uh, the title is Fast Seven. Mm-hmm. That's the one where they go to Abu Dhabi. It was the one. It was the last one that had Paul Walker. Right, Ronda so Rousey. At the end is Ronda. Yeah, but they're uh, jumping the cars through. The, the, the best hours. part is when they the cars in this fucking these huge these three giant buildings mm-hmm. in Abu Dhabi. They they crash out of one building, crash into another, and then into the next building again. It's fucking incredible. Oh, I've got to watch that that guy's pitch meeting show about that. Yes. I'm sure it's funny. Yeah. And then number two, since Josh reminded me, Face Off. Face Off definitely has to be in there. That wasn't even in your top five? Well, no, because I always considered it just a great movie. Oh, Lord. Because as a kid, I loved it. But no, yeah, it is a bad movie. It definitely qualifies. So that's number two. And then number one, Arnold takes the cake. It's Total Recall. What? Yeah. Total Recall is your best worst movie? Yes. That's one of the best movies of all time. It's terrible, but it's amazing. It's great. It's Arnold at his worst because he can't <laughs> act yet. It, it, oh, my God. It's so fun. He it's was fun just he, He's only used to being the Terminator, so he's the Terminator in all these fucking old movies. This is probably like one of my top ten uh, sci-fi movies. Yeah, dude, it's a bad movie. Come on. But it's so bad that it's good. It's it amazingly good. bad. So that's number one for me. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And really, I could name. There's also The Running Man. You know what? Let's make The Running Man number eight. The Running Man. <laughs> the Running Man. Uh, uh, t- t- fine. That's a terrible movie. And then even Command. Even Command. <coughs> excuse me. Last Action Hero. Even Commando's like on the cusp. It's like, is this good? <laughs> I mean, I love it, but it's kind of stupid. Last Action Hero is pretty terrible, but it's it's a good movie. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. Let's let's see what our fans. Uh, it's gonna range the gambit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's see what they have to say about this. Hold on. Uh huh. Let's pull it up. Okay, so we got Luis Vasquez. Uh, he's got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two: Secret of the Ooze. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Ghost Rider with Nicolas Cage. Oh, that's that so would qualify. Bad. <laughs> that's uh, you know bad. what? Wicker Man number nine. I'm 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 updating my list as we go. Is Wicker that a Man. Nicolas Cage movie? Yes. Okay. It's so bad. Uh, Samurai Cop. Never saw that. Troll Two. That I've never seen it, but I, that's the scene where that guy's like, they're eating her, and then they're gonna eat me. Oh my god! <laughs> it's just like the worst <laughs> acting ever. And then his number one is Toxic Avenger. Toxic Avenger? Yeah. I'm looking that up. Uh, D. Barry, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. That sounds terrible. Jason X. Yeah, that was bad. Nightmare on Elm Street, The Dream Child, uh, Haggard. I don't know Haggard. And then his number one is Thanksgiving. Oh, Lord Jesus. Yeah. By the way, speaking of custom shirts, I was so obsessed with Thanksgiving that I made a custom Thanksgiving shirt one year. What did it say? Uh, it had the turkey, it had, and it had. It said, "You just got stuffed." And then I even had on the back. It was another quote from the movie, but yeah, it was it was awesome. Toxic Avenger, a horror comedy 
Yeah, only I know a, Toxic only Avenger. Only an hour and 20 minutes. <laughs> well, yeah. Pop Culture Junkie, uh, The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai Across the Eighth Dimension. Oh, I don't Lord know Jesus. what that is. Lightning Jack, uh, I don't know. Masters of the Universe. I've heard of that. Men at Work. Uh, that's and bad. then his number one is Captain Ron. Men at Work was Charlie Sheen, right? Charlie Sheen. Men at Work movie. Yeah, Charlie Sheen, Emilio Estevez, Keith David. Oh, Lord Jesus. Wow. I'm going to have to rewatch that. Well, see, the, I was also debating They Live, but I don't I, like it's a They Live is a B movie, but I don't think it's bad. I mean, there's certain things about it that's I still funny. I have seen that. That's uh, I'm out of bubblegum or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Omar says, what exactly determines a good bad movie? Rotten Tomatoes uh, score under 50%. He said Waterworld. These are all movies that are 50% or less. Mm. Waterworld, Probably that was bad. Fair. Dracula 2000. Didn't see it. Was that Leslie Nielsen? No. Couldn't no? have been. I don't think so. Dracula 2000. Type that in real quick. He has Freddy versus Jason. That was bedazzled. was really bad. Gerald, Gerald uh, no. Butler? Jesus. Uh, Queen of the Damned, Jason X. Little Nicky has 21%. Little Nicky is amazing. If that's true, Little Nicky might break my top 10. I mean, bullshit. Little Nicky should be Fuck up there. Fuck these people with Little Nicky. I love I Little Nicky. I consider that a good comedy. Yeah. I mean, it didn't make my top 25, it's not, but it's, it's up there. No, it's not Adam Sandler's best. It's not his worst. <laughs> but, oh my God, it's not even close to his worst. 21%, that's the critic score. Audience score is not good either, 55%. Wow. That's bullshit. Uh, and then Scary Movie 2 is at 14%. But yeah, I mean, mm. none of those are any of my favorites. That's for sure. S. Thorne, uh, Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter. Oh, I've not Lord. seen that. <laughs> He's got Mortal Kombat for the theme song. Um, He's got yep. Face Off. Mm-hmm. He's got The Room. And then Voyage of the Rock Aliens. I don't, wow. I don't know that one. I don't know that one either. Andy Bacconi's top five are Sharknado 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5. <laughs> In that order too. Do, do they all have uh, Tara Tara uh, Tara Reed? Yeah. Oh Lord. <laughs> and in one in one of the movies, she loses her arm and she gets like a a knife arm or a no. gun arm. Oh, oh Lord. I mean, those are fine, but they're not even close to like the best because they're just, just they're they're trying movies. too hard at being bad, right? And it's like, yeah, you got Tara Reed and she's terrible at acting. <laughs> Uh, Mark, uh, she's all that. No holds barred. That's it. No holds barred. Yeah, mm. that's that's probably number ten for me. Uh, Wild Wild West. There yeah. you go. Mm-hmm. Joe Dirt. I would consider Joe Dirt actually funny, uh, but I bet you it probably fits under that audience score. Maybe it probably is pretty bad. And then he's also got So I Married an Axe Murderer. That was uh, Mike Myers. Eighties movie, right? Nineties, I think. Nineties, early nineties. Ben Ryan, Masters of the Universe, Street Fighter. Oh, Street Fighter. Uh, the Room, mm-hmm. Battlefield Earth, and Jingle All the Way. Oh my God, oh, that would have to be. Wow. Yeah. All right, that's number eleven for Jingle me. Jingle All the Way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh God, that's terrible. Kyler, uh, Kyle Wheeler, The Room, Sinbad though. Love Sinbad. He's got The Room, Velocipaster. I think that's something new that just came out that we have to see. Is it a Velociraptor that's a pastor? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I think you pray to him. Uh, Mac and Me. That's really bad. Have you ever seen? Um, oh God, what's his name? Paul what Ru- uh, Paul Rudd. So I've seen him a couple times. <laughs> have you ever seen Paul Rudd on Conan O'Brien show? 
Amazing. Where Conan's like, oh, let's play a clip of your new movie. And instead he shows, and he's, he's done this like every single time he goes on Conan's show mm. for like a 20-year period. And he would play, instead of playing a clip from his movie, he would play a clip from this movie Mac and Me. Where like this little boy befriends this alien. It's like a shitty version of E.T. Oh, it's a ripoff E.T. Yeah, okay. I, and the I've boy's in it. a wheelchair and he goes off a cliff and and fucking falls in the water. I've seen it. Uh-huh. That's what that's what Paul Rudd always does. It's amazing. But I haven't seen the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, then he's got the sand, and then he's got zoom zombies. Sounds terrible. Yeah. There's also one. Uh, like from the 80s or 90s where um, this boyfriend dies and he gets reincarnated as a T-Rex. <laughs> and uh, it's one of those famous... Uh, I think it's Charlie Sheen's ex is in it. What's her name? The hot one. I don't know. You know what I'm talking about. Charlie Sheen's ex? Yeah, ex-wife. She's famous. Uh, she just started an OnlyFans at 80 years old. Oh, my God. Jesus Oh, God, why am I... No, I'm not sure, Andrew. <laughs> yeah. Sheen X. Uh, Denise Richards. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I know what you're talking about. She's 80, she ain't she's, 80 years old. No, but, you know, she's up there. I might sign up. But at the end of that movie, like, I think her boyfriend gets transferred into, like, something else. And then she, like, does a striptease for him. And, like, he's like a TV or a camera or a robot... And like the robot like orgasms. It's oh, so weird. Jesus. Uh I love Carnage. Uh he's got Bucky Larson, uh the Marine one, two, and three, <laughs> and See No Evil starring Kane. So oh, there you go. Lord. It's a lot of wrestling <laughs> movies. Oh, they're all bad, probably. They are. <laughs> and then the Rizzlers got uh anything post twenty seventeen with Bruce Willis, Liam Neeson, or John Travolta. And then he's got uh, Green Knight, Alexander, The Spirit, and Battlefield Earth. That's the John Travolta one. Mm. Where he's like, before you could spell your name, I was destroying galaxies. It's like, what? (laughs) What are you doing, Travolta? Terrible. So there's a lot of really great bad movies out there. So we appreciate you guys sending in uh, your stuff. What should we do next week? Uh, next week. I mean, I, I kind of want to see. Oh, oh, oh! No, for the list. For the list. Uh, well, we have. We do done, actors like we've just got, favorite actors. Well, genres that we still haven't done. We still haven't done sci-fi. We haven't done sports movies. Uh, yeah. We haven't done. Do we want to do all the genres before we jump off to actors? Doesn't matter. We can go back and go back. Okay, well, what actors would have the most movies? We got Tom Cruise. I mean, I could probably do my list right now, but... I've, we could do a lot of lists. Tom Cruise, um, he wouldn't. He would. Tom Cruise, if we're doing like top five or ten, I don't think Tom Cruise would be on my top ten. Oh, 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 I thought you meant like taking an actor and no, then like doing top, the top five movies oh, that they've that's done. Oh, that's a good idea, too, but I mean like top five or ten favorite actors. Hmm. I don't know. We should probably open this and up. And we can do actresses, too, another week. Okay, so we're going to pick this one, but give us some ideas on maybe what we should do for the I mean, they, they have. They have before. Well, what are some ideas that they've given? I forgot. Oh, Lord Jesus, Andrew. Oh, best TV shows. Best TV shows. Favorite TV shows. Yeah. Well, what do you think? Let's do actors for next week. 
we're doing one actor or our top five actors? No, like your top list of what do you want to do? A top five actors is fine. Top five or top ten five, five favorite actors. actors. Like the top five actors is fine. Just as long as you don't go to thirty actors. I might go to thirty. <laughs> no, I'll probably go to ten or something. Got to put Ray Liotta. You know, I got to put fifteen actors in here. Yeah, you can do five. You right. do five, baby. I can, yeah. do, I can, I can do ten. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, yeah. I can do ten. I think. All right. Moving on. Okay, so we're doing top five actors next week. Yeah. Andrew, I guess, is doing top ten. Probably. All right. I uh, want to talk about the Elvis movie real quick. Josh didn't see it. I oh, saw it. And I hated it, man. It was so depressing. And what, what Elvis did... didn't really sing that much. Oh, the guy that played Elvis didn't look like Elvis. Austin Butler. He had the accent down, but like it felt like... It felt like it was a voiceover. Mm-hmm. It was just a weird movie. Like it was mostly just about Elvis's manager, played by Tom Hanks, who took advantage of him. And Tom Hanks, look, he's a great actor, but they all have their stinkers. And in this one, you remember Austin Powers three? Yeah. Remember Goldmember? Goldmember. This—that's Tom Hanks in this movie. He's playing Goldmember oh, from Lord Austin Jesus. Powers three. With the weird accent. Is he also skating? They put all this tro- uh, prosthetic makeup on him mm-hmm. uh, to make him fat. And he was just like, oh, Elvis, you have to go on stage. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, gold member. So what you're saying is the trailer was probably better than the movie. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't really that interested when it when I saw the trailer. I thought the trailer was fine. A little, it, but the trailer made it seem like it was... About Elvis's life, Elvis just cried the whole movie, and and, and his the, I don't want to go on. Stage. Him and his mom felt like incestual. It was it was very that was creepy. They also glossed over the fact that Priscilla was fourteen and Elvis was twenty four when they met. <laughs> like the first scene where they're like hanging out. It's like this this girl who's like 23 in real life, and it's like, oh, so she's 14? Okay. Hey, well, you know... But they don't mention Priscilla's age in the movie, because of course not. <laughs> of, of course, because it would be a little bit weird. Yeah. So, Hey, but I guess strange. age of consent back then was a little bit more lenient. <laughs> I don't think it was... I just think people didn't do anything about it back then. Well, he adopted her. Oh, that's the other thing. That's really weird. I he, didn't know that. He legally adopted her. Well, when you look at the whole Elvis story, the whole Elvis before story he married is her, funky, and, and he claims that they didn't have sex until she was of age. But come on, I don't believe. Why it. would you legally adopt her? And it just like Elvis never really wrote any of his own songs either, if I recall, right? Uh, well, well, no, he. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, like Elvis. I mean, really, he was just a showman, to be honest. Good voice. Good voice. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he adopted her. It's really creepy. <laughs> really creepy. Um, it was something like that. I could be wrong. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he adopted her. Anyways, but either way, she was fucking 14. Mm-hmm. And, uh, hey, yeah. well, when he's 34, <laughs> she's 24. You know, it's well, the other thing about, I mean, the other thing about Elvis, like, yeah. he grew up in a black neighborhood where, like, he was the only white kid. At least that's what this movie said. Hey, so dad. that's why he liked all that music, but yeah, like that's the controversy. Right, he stole is, stole everything from they the black stole man. The, they stole their music, and right. it was you know even in the movie that Tom Hanks is like, oh he 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 sings uh, that music, 
But he's white. Oh, <laughs> I could make money with him. That's so. creepy. But no, like throughout the movie, it would be like Elvis sings a song and then Martin Luther King was shot. And Elvis is like, no. And it's like, what? You didn't even interact with him in the movie. And then it's like more music. And then Senator Robert Kennedy was shot. And it's like, no. Every time I play music, someone dies. Yeah. And then it was music again. And then Sharon Tate was murdered. And I was like, Sharon Tate? Who the fuck is that? I mean, well, that's the Manson family murders. She was an actress. But they just did that to tell us what year we're in now. (laughs) It was just lazy. It was lazy. What does Sharon Tate have to fucking do with Elvis? Elvis sings, we've just invaded Iraq. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about that. He was long dead. Oh, I know. (laughs) But no, like, the movie was so lame that, like, when when Elvis finally dies, like, I felt nothing. Like, I didn't (laughs) shed a tear. It doesn't take much for me to cry in a movie. But, like, this was like, I felt nothing. Mm. So that's my short review on Elvis. Don't go see it. I, my, my dad loves Elvis. I saw it because my girlfriend loves Elvis. That's what we saw. She was like, I want to see Elvis. Okay, cool. Yeah, why not? Well, did she and, like it? And we were, uh, we were watching Bohemian Rhapsody, and that movie is amazing. The Have you seen is- that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, so that's the bar when it comes for, like, music, like, movies mm-hmm. about musicians. Like, that's what you expect now. That one actually tugged at your heartstrings. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And no, she hated El. We were both, like, watching the movie, <laughs> like, an hour and a half in, and she's like, why isn't he singing? <laughs> it was two hours and 40 minutes. Oh, God. Yeah. It was longer than Thor? Yes. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody is, I'm sure, like, 220, but, but it's yeah, a great it's, movie. It's interesting and a lot of good songs. It's an amazing movie. <laughs> Yeah. So don't go see it. But there you go. There's my review. Uh, do you want to talk about the terminal list at all? I know you said you watched uh, yeah, uh, the I'll first episode. Yeah, I'll talk about it a little bit. Uh, so Andrew says don't go see uh, Elvis, but do go see the terminal list. So it's Term- not Reacher? It's not Reacher. No, the character is not boring. And it's pretty good action, too. Okay. I was wondering how Chris Pratt would do as like, you know, as like a badass Marine and stuff like that. But he actually did pretty well. It's about a guy um, who goes on an op uh, with this. He's like SEAL Team 11 or something like that. Yeah. One of the SEAL teams. He's a SEAL. Yeah. Um, but the op goes bad, and it's about he gets memory loss. And Oh, it's like born identity? Kind of. But it, they're, they're saying that things happened on the op that, that didn't happen. Okay. So it's playing with his memory throughout the whole time. And it ends up being that there are people that kind of fucked with how the how the op went yeah and his memory was actually right so he's saying the entire time but it's just things that are happening on the periphery that are kind of making him think that he's crazy gotcha type of thing so i mean i don't are you gonna end up watching this i don't know maybe well, i mean i don't want to give away the big reveal then but i mean it's what in episode one there's a big reveal in episode one there's a big reveal okay so, i mean you know i won't give is it, it like really good oh, not a big reveal but something really important happens in episode but is one. it like is it good like is it really like oh wow it's terrible it's terrible? Yeah. You said this was a good show! No, no, no. I meant like it's terrible sad. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. You know, and it it keeps you it keeps you wanting to uh, get going and figure out, you know, who fucked him over. Right. How this stuff happened. And it's not like Reacher to where like I'm kind of I, I don't want to watch this anymore. Why is yeah. this guy on my screen? Well, you know This is so weird. He said three words. You know, Reacher. 
I'm five. Why are you calling me by my last name? Anyways, Reacher, trouble <laughs> seems to find you. Well, you know what they say. Trouble seems to find me. Yeah, yeah trouble seems to find you. Whoa, look at this big motherfucker. <laughs> I'm five. I'm six four. I'm Jack Reacher. Boop, 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 boop. I have a big dick. <laughs> look out, because here comes my big dick. But no. It's, All right, maybe I'll watch it. And I'll give it a try. So he and he, he's not playing Peter Quill. So I mean, right. yeah. So that's what I was kind of worried about. Don't spoil it. Yeah, you know, I, I can it. I can kind of review Elvis. I mean, you know, spoiler. Yeah, alert. Not, he died. I'm not worried about it. You know, I kind of know what happened with Elvis. Yeah. Did he Elvis die at the end? They didn't show him pass out on the toilet. Okay, but uh, I, I but, mean, I kind of know the Elvis story. I think yeah. he passes away. Right. I think he died <laughs> yeah. way before I was born. But no, I mean, like, I'm, I'll definitely keep watching Terminalist. I don't know if we'll recap it every episode, but definitely at the end of the season, you know, we should do something. But yeah, for people out there that have watched Reacher and Terminalist, let me know what you think, because I'd like to think that Terminalist is way better than Reacher, but I know a lot of our fans really liked Reacher. Are all the episodes out of Terminalist? I believe so. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. All right. So, well, all right then. So now we get to the main event. We did the prelims. Yes. Now this is the main event. The main events. Better, better call Saul. We're gonna do that one first. Yeah. We usually was, do. Like, I thought that was the closer. Uh, well, closer. well, better call Saul. Okay, fine. Who gives Jesus. a shit. Longest six weeks of my life. Hey, Howard was in this episode. Well, <laughs> his body was in his the episode. In I mean, episode. hey, he did a great job of playing dead. <laughs> yes, he did. Of not moving. I mean, the first thing we see so are Howard's shoes floating in the ocean. Yeah. In the opening scene. Mm-hmm. And then you see his car, Namaste. Oh, gosh. So dark. That's what the show, you know... That's why Vince Gilligan is so fucking great. You d- he makes you hate this guy, and then he makes dies, you and you're like, oh, poor guy. And you just can't, you never know what's coming next either. I mean, you can think about it all you want, but you never know what's happening. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Lalo uh, wants Jimmy to kill Gus while he stays with Kim. So, throughout this, okay, so, yeah, so Lalo wants him to kill Gus, but obviously just, he knows that's not what he's really trying to do. I didn't know that. Oh, of course. I, I don't know this how TV is made stuff. Of course. So this whole time, I'm thinking that Kim's going to go over there. And, I'm, I'm and pull like, a Jesse Pinkman? Well, no. I'm thinking this is this is how Kim dies. <laughs> knock, knock. I'm oh. like, they, they, they've been trying. You know, Kim's not. In the, I'm telling you, Kim is not dying. I'm telling you. Well, I, she might not. Saw, but Jimmy, I thought that's how this was Jimmy going to go down. Jimmy could not be the character in Breaking Bad if Kim dies. She's just as happy that she's in prison now. <laughs> no, I don't think she's going to prison anymore either. I think she's going to run. Maybe. I think she's going to run away. He's sending her money on the down low. Because she's too afraid. She's, she, she feels guilty about Howard's death. Well, yeah, she's going to run. Sure. But yeah, but this whole tense scene, she's, she's driving to Gus's house. She sees the cops. She's worried about Jimmy. She doesn't even yeah. know how to put her shoes on. I really, really, really felt, and, and Gus's guys are all tense and on edge. Yeah. I thought she was going to put the gun up there, and then, bam, they were going to blow her away. I can't believe she was street. actually, like, going to do it. 
Or like, you know, I mean, she got all the way to the door. She loves she have, so much. Would she have pulled the trigger? I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. But even if she did, she would have shot twin gut, like the the, the imposter Gus, or right. what do you call it? Um, he his has double. a lookalike, his, his double. double. Yeah. Yeah, but no, like it starts with Lalo. He, he wants Jimmy to go kill Gus while he stays with Kim, but Jimmy convinces Lalo that Kim should do it mm-hmm. because Gus would be more trusting to open the door for a woman. And then uh, Lalo ties Jimmy to a chair and leaves him alone with Howard. And yeah, Kim goes to Gus's house, but Mike grabs her from behind and brings her inside. She tells Mike everything, and she even yells, like, you were watching us. Where were you? Very true. You Very said true. you were going to watch us. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I love that Gus had a lookalike. That was hilarious. He was like, I was going to kill him. Right. I, I did like, you know, so Mike and them are going over to the house. Yeah. You know, Gus is sitting there watching her. Then he goes to talk to her and he's like, wait, he convinced him? Right. It's all fuck. He's like, what? oh, no, I he, know he's what's like, going he's down. Like, he talked Lalo out of it. <laughs> Nobody talks Lalo out of anything. Yeah. Fuck. I know exactly where he's going. And yeah. that's when it hit me. I was like, oh, fuck. Okay, shit. Yeah, yeah. So I Gus, was totally out of the that game. was the one mistake Lalo made, you know, <laughs> trusting Jimmy. <laughs> well, just that he, yeah, like he let Jimmy change, mm-hmm. like because it didn't really matter to him who went. But really, in all seriousness, I mean, this is a solid plan. Had it worked out to perfection, yeah, you know, having someone else do your murder, yeah, you know, that's a solid plan. So Gus goes to the laundry on the suspicion that Lalo would be there, and he was right. And Lalo kills the four men that were protecting Gus very easily. Uh, Mike finds Jimmy and asks where Lalo went, but Jimmy doesn't know. And uh, Lalo knows Gus is wearing a bulletproof vest and he shoots him in the chest just to fuck with him. (laughs) And then uh, Lalo makes Gus show him the underground meth lab. And he's recording on the camera the entire the the entire time. Mm -hmm. He's going to show it to Don Eladio. Don Eladio. And uh, Gus distracts Lalo by talking to the camera about how much he hates Don Eladio and the Salamancas. The Salamancas. This whole monologue just like, you fucking fat slug, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. It was really great. Yeah. And then Gus. done? No, I'm not done. Gus kicks a cable to cut the lights out. He runs to where he hit a gun earlier in the season. And both men shoot it out in the dark. And, uh, and of course, uh, Gus man, wins. Gus wins. Gus turns the light back on to see that he fatally shot uh, Lalo in the neck. Again, it was great to see how frightened Gus was mm-hmm. of Lalo. Because he went he went boom, 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 and then click, 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 click. He just kept right. pulling the trigger because mm-hmm. he was so nervous. <clears throat> but no, like, so so Lalo, Lalo laughs before he dies. Gus falls down. And we find out that Lalo actually shot him. Right. Like one got through the bulletproof vest mm-hmm. or around it. He got shot in the in the side. And uh, Gus is so professional that he even called you know his Poyos Hermanos employee. <laughs> that was great. You're going to have to uh, going manage the store this week. <laughs> like while he's having bullets. Can you set the schedule for next week? While he's having bullets pulled out of him. I think we have an inspection next week. Yeah. And then Mike's men use Jimmy and Kim's refrigerator to transport Howard's body. He's like, you're getting a new refrigerator. Will stainless steel be okay? I assume it'll be fine. And Mike tells uh, Jimmy and Kim that they will make Howard's death look like a suicide. Yeah. And pretty sad. 
You know, the fan theories about Lalo, about Lalo were correct. Seemed to be right. When Lalo hid that gun, people were like, okay, so Gus is going to kill Lalo in the meth lab, and then they'll bury him mm-hmm. underneath the meth lab. And that's what they did, along with Howard. Metaphorical. <laughs> Howard and Lalo are, bo- are both buried under the meth lab. Now, if I go back and watch Breaking Bad for a fourth time, when they're in the meth lab, the whole time I'm just going to be thinking of Lalo and Howard are under there. They're underneath uh, you. Uh, I will say... It, it almost doesn't make sense why they're... It's almost like they just did it to be cool. Like, right. oh, it's cool. They're buried under the meth lab because why would they be buried under the meth lab? Well, you would I, think that wouldn't be a smart place to do it's, that. It's a, it's a thumb to the, uh, to the uh, fan theories out there. Yeah. Hey, well, yeah. it's... You know, that guy's sitting out of the park. That's a good theory. Well, no, they, but they filmed this before there even was that fan theory. Oh, was there? Okay. Because it happened earlier this season when he mm. hid the gun. It's not like it happened three years ago. Mm. He hid the gun like in episode two or like earlier in the season before the break. Right. Gus hit a gun there, and everyone's right. like, oh, that's where he'll kill Lalo. It did seem like that. Yeah, you're right. Hmm. So for once, the obvious answer was the correct, correct answer. answer. Right. But I still I still never really understood why they made it that obvious, too. Like, why did Gus hide a gun there? I mean, why did he think that Lalo was eventually going to find it? I mean, I, I, don't, I never really well, understood He was always that. afraid of Lalo, so he obviously... Felt like he was capable. Yeah. I mean, Gus was, has never been afraid of anyone in Breaking Bad. Right. You know, and the one guy he was afraid of was Lalo. Lalo was like the boogeyman. Lalo was and like, the boogeyman. Maybe I'm just upset that Lalo's dead. But I'm like, I, right. I, like I, I was upset. I was like, man. I mean, I knew he was going to lose because mm-hmm. he has to. Mm-hmm. But man... Lalo's so great. Lalo was good. And it's going to be weird to see like what other type of... Is there going to be any other antagonists throughout this throughout this series? Or are we just going to keep wrapping this up? Or I don't know. We've still got one, two, three, four, five, six episodes. And the great thing was that... Five episodes. You know, they, they, they still made it made sense where Jimmy... Like, Mike doesn't tell Jimmy Lalo's dead. Well, he tries to, but Jimmy's too like hysterical to figure it out. He's right. like, trust me, he's not coming back. Which is which is why when he gets to Breaking Bad, yeah. he thinks that Lalo's... Lalo? The the- Lalo? <laughs> Ignacio? <laughs> Jimmy, he's not. Lalo is not coming back. Hey, I can kind of do it. I think he can do it, yeah. Stainless steel, okay? <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty close. Pretty close. Walter... You and your pride, Walter. That's close. I mean, if you were about 20 years older... I could do the cartoon. (laughs) The Breaking Bad cartoon. Or do the prequel with Mike. I could play young Mike. Uh, I can't do it. You got it. You got it. It's good, Andrew. (laughs) Thank you. But, so... So, only five episodes left. And the the, the preview for the next episode Mm -hmm. is just audio... Right. Of Jimmy telling Kim, like, you know, we'll go to work, and then in a few months we'll realize we didn't even think about it. And clearly he can do that. Right. Because he moved on at some point, but I think she's not going to be able to. Kim is going to have trouble. Because Kim does seem to have a tiny bit of humanity still left well, in Well, no shit. Right. So, uh, next week's title. Yeah. Or this week, today's title, I guess. Yeah. Fun and Games. Oh, boy. Fun and games. When are we going to see Walter? <laughs> when are we going to see Jesse? Bust I'm going to bust. 
well, there's five episodes left, and they're going to be in three scenes. Three scenes. So there's a big chance we could get it. Ah! Could get it. What did you say last week? What did I say last Hashtag. Week? Oh, hashtag Walter Forever. No. Oh. Hashtag Walter still alive. Oh, right. <laughs> hashtag Walter still alive. That's where the funny games is. He's so- playing games in prison. <laughs> It would be the worst amazing thing. It would be the best worst thing ever. Like, like they go back to showing him laying down, you know, at the end of Breaking Bad. My baby blue. Like, we go back and, and it's, 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 you know, it's panning back again. But then it comes right back and his eyes open. And he's like, ah, I'm alive. Oh, no, zoom in. We have to find Saul. It's a prison cell. There's a guy. He's throwing a ball up in the air. And then, bam, Walter. It's a blue and it's a baby blue ball. Baby blue ball. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> but no, this episode was really good and really sad. I I kind of really felt bad that that uh, Howard's final resting place is with is with um, Lalo. That kind of sucks. Right. That sucks. Poor yeah. Howard. The guy that killed him. Yeah. Right. Oh, so sad. Poor Howard. I really feel for Howard during this series. We know. I know, but I just have to keep putting it out there. I just, what is... And we're never going to see him again, so I mean, this is Howard's swan song. When are we going to get to post-Breaking Bad? You know? Yeah. Like, when are we going to go back to Jimmy making Cinnabons? Right. Cinnamon rolls. And, like, the last thing, he was like, I'll take care of it myself, right? Mm -hmm. When he got made and he was going to call the disappearer, but he's like, I'll handle it myself. So we'll see. I don't know. We will see. It's going to get interesting. But all right, let's talk uh, South Park, The Streaming Wars, Part 1 and Part 2. And on up South Park, going to see if I can't unwind. Come on down South Park and meet some friends of mine. So just like the future episodes, the the post-COVID war, post-COVID, post-COVID, whatever... These were great. One-liners out the wazoo. Oh, my God. It was Some amazing. Really interesting <laughs> character choices. <laughs> first thing we see, like, there's a picture of John Elway in the first scene. Because uh, the water, the water's running out. There's no stream. I didn't realize it was going to be that. I will say that that actually is a really important thing. Yeah. Like John Oliver did a did a whole show on it on last week tonight Uh about the water waste and stuff like that. And actually, in this area, the uh, Colorado River Authority, they had to uh, lower the uh, water usage for our area, Fort Bend. Right. And also Wharton County, just because of all the water usage that's out there and and we're in a drought and everything so i mean this is an important issue and south park loves to add some hilarity to important issues yeah i i love that pp is back from the wall you've seen the water park episode no he's an actual you never saw this character no okay when the movie is the most racist character i've ever seen remember when (laughs) but but no one cares because he's italian um, but no, when uh, you should care. When I, I, no Italians don't care. Um, when 2012 came out, that horrible movie 2012 with John Cusack, where the world was ending. Right. That came out oh, in like 2000. Yeah. That came out in like 2009. Mm-hmm. Uh, they made this South Park episode um, where the the, uh, the water park becomes all pee because too many people pee in the water park. 
Right. Because people do it in real life. Yeah. Because they're assholes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it becomes like a 2012, like in the water park, like all these people are dying and stuff. Oh, Lord. And it's a hilarious episode. So I was glad to see PP back. You should see it. Okay. One of the funniest South Park songs is uh, Cartman <clears throat> singing about his water park because he's upset because there's too many minorities in the oh, water God. park now. I don't know. Cartman's song like, is... I mean, it's it's so offend, And obviously, South Park is meant to offend. But nowadays, where everything gets canceled... Um, <laughs> South Park is uncancelable. If you, when, if you watch that episode on Comedy Central, like the channel, mm-hmm. like, they play the... They play the audio of the song very low so that you can't even hear it. <laughs> and it's like, well, then why even play it? I bet you on Paramount Plus you hear the whole thing. But the original, original, like, when the episode came out, you know, they didn't do that. Right. But it's, it's the whole episode is, like, Cartman's thing in the episode, he's just so upset. The lines are so long because there's too many minorities. And he's just so upset about that. Oh, Cartman. <laughs> Uh, but back to this, I did for I forgot that Cartman now lives in a hot dog house, which that was from this past season of South Park with the realtor episode. I didn't know this either, but it was hilarious. And apparently, <laughs> hey, honey, so, his mom was so depressed. Hey, honey, how was school? Fuck you, mom. Fuck you. And like everything in the house is just hot dog buns. He's washing his hair with with ketchup. Yeah, his shampoo is ketchup. It's a, there's a drawer that says Cartman toys, and it's just it's hot, hot dog, dog buns. buns. The everything fridge. in the fridge is hot. The dogs. fridge is ketchup, mustard, and hot dogs. <laughs> it's so funny. And then he's like, he's he's he really he's crying, and she's like, what? What do you want? He's like, I want you to get breast implants so we can live in a sweet house, mom. Right, the guy next door is uh, building a house, and Cartman associates, uh, you know, rich people yeah. are married to people with big boobs. Yes, and he's like, Mom, if you just get the breast implants. Well, he's not wrong. It's not wrong. <laughs> it's not wrong. But yes, that was uh, that was hilarious. <laughs> so then we we see Randy, and every, he's a Karen now. Everyone calls he's just Karen Marsh. Yeah. And uh, the weed farmers and he doesn't have, get it. No, he doesn't get it. Hey, Shelly, Shelly. <laughs> and by the way, when he's talking to Shelly in his office, there's a picture of him with his family, and he's smiling, <laughs> but they're all like, hmm. uh, they all hate it there. <laughs> so the weed farmers have all the water, so they start streaming services <laughs> and hire the kids to make boats for them, so that you know who's. Who's providing the water by what boat comes down? Right. <laughs> oh, really, subscribe to my streaming service. Really, really scientific shit. And one of the guys is like, when it comes to the streaming wars, I intend, I intend to be the Amazon River. <laughs> <laughs> that was the guy that Cartman's uh, wanted his mom to marry. Right. Right. He was, he's funny. He's always carrying around a golf club. Yes. <laughs> And then Carmen tells his friends that uh, his mom needs $10,000 for surgery, but obviously uh, not, you know, he doesn't tell them what they need it for. He makes it sound like it's, you know, life-saving surgery. Right. <laughs> like, oh, man. And then PP is like, you know, oh, why? Why can't, the, why can't there just be a one the streaming service? Oh, no. I go here. I go there. I don't know where my stuff is. Right. <laughs> Oh, South Park. Which is the most the common bugs. problem. Right. We're like, hey, you have to watch a show. What's streaming? Oh, fuck. I forgot. <laughs> That's, that was our problem. I don't know. <laughs> Especially uh, with Paramount Plus coming out of nowhere. God. It's yes. like, hey, we're here. It's like, you're number 20. Get the... Stop. 
and yet I still had to get it. And uh, one of the best parts was Butters getting drunk on popsicles, uh, but telling the truth about the streaming services. (laughs) It's like we all know that there's just going to be like three streaming services, and they're all just going to they're going to they're going to buy all the other streaming services. No one gives a shit if that if it has any good shit on it, you know. Because uh, it's just going to be that guy works for that company and that company works for that company. Everyone's like, going to get laid off and no but, one's going to care. Butters, I think you've had a little bit too much popsicles. Yeah, maybe I've had a little bit too many popsicles. <laughs> maybe I remember. Because his job is just to suck all the popsicles he's dry. He's so creepily. He's the only one. Well, of course, it's Butters. And then uh, Randy finds out that Stan is making boats for the other streaming services and he calls his son a cocksucking cunt. Amazing. And then so Cartman good. gets the money, but his mom won't get the boob job. Oh, that's so great. He's, he's like, Doctor, little... keep those tits on us. He's singing a little song as his mom as his mom's blindfold and yeah. dragging in. I don't know where we're going, but I'm a good son. <laughs> blah, 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 da, da, da. Mom, I'm gonna get the breast implants. It's twenty twenty two, mom. They do this shit to kids now. <laughs> oh God. Yes. Always beating him over the head, but oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm gonna do it. Go ahead, Carmen. And then Carmen, I'm gonna do it. Carmen Carmen shows up to school. With the fake tits and the fur, and he's like, guys, guys, there's something seriously wrong with my mom. Yet he's got his giant tits out. He's, and then the, everyone's staring. He's like, oh, I guess we have to talk about the elephants in the room. <laughs> elephants. And then and then Kyle's like, those aren't real fat ass. He's like, no, they are. They're 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 fake, Kyle. They're fake, they're tits. fake real. They're, they're real fake tits, Kyle. I just love how every once in a while he just he just butters like butters. My eyes are up oh, here. Oh yeah. And, and butters is always like, sorry, sorry. He's always looking. So yeah, at the end of the first episode, uh, PP gets all the water rights, and he uses man bear pig. To kill off his competition. Returning character. Man Bear Pig is back. Because obviously he's causing the droughts. Global warming. And uh, PP supplies all of South Park with his pee water. Oh my God. So everyone's drinking the pee, which is a lot like the water park episode, which you have to see now. Uh, And then in the beginning of the second episode, Cartman's suing his mom over the fake tits. And then, like, they're like one of the guys is like telling Kyle, like, pay the money back. And he's like, we can't. The money is all in Carmen's fucking tits. <laughs> and then Randy goes into hiding, but he goes viral for going full Karen on so many people around nuclear, the world. Nuclear Karen. Nuclear Karen. Yeah. <laughs> so and then funny. the best part was uh, Matt Damon doing a commercial for PP Plus. He's like, we all know that pasta cooked in pea water is the best way to make it. And then he's trying to eat it, and he's like, fortune favors the brave. (laughs) We also have Gwyneth Paltrow, Larry. And every time it keeps getting worse. Mm -hmm. Like Larry David, they just pee directly into his mouth. Oh, God. Um, The tennis star, they like pee in her salad. Mm -hmm. Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, LeBron James was in it. Yeah, the last commercial is like, come on, you are all sluts for crypto. You could be a slut for the P. <laughs> that was hilarious. Larry David's like, when I did the crypto, I didn't even know what I was talking about. South <laughs> uh, Park. Uh, then Randy is sad because he used to be a geologist, but then he got lazy and he only cared about weed. Right. And he's like, Tegrity took over my life and completely ruined my character. This is what you've been saying for years. I have, yeah. So Andrew's like, fan service, finally. Right. It's like, enough They're with the weed. They're apologizing to me. So for a little bit, he becomes a geologist again, and mm-hmm. he finds a solution to the water problem. 
meanwhile, Cartman thinks Tolkien is fucking his mom. <laughs> so he spies on him while he's taking his shit. And then Cartman hides behind a tree, but his fucking <laughs> tits are sticking out. He hides behind the tree. He's like, he can't see me. Tolkien's like, I can see you. And it's just his tits hanging out of yeah. the tree. And he comes out and sees talking with Tolkien. He's like, I will kill I will kill Butters if you don't tell me what yeah. I'm trying to know. And Butters is like, I thought I was with you. Then they go to the water park and uh, uh, Cartman wears a bikini top. Oh, God. Uh, that was terrible. And um, it just kept on jiggling. Everyone's staring at my tics. And then this woman's like, we're just a little shocked, kid. And he's like, yeah, that's because you're on the itty bitty titty committee, bitch. Uh, great one line. And then Randy saves the day by becoming Karen again, and everyone revolts against the PP, and Man Bear mm. Pig kills him. And then Randy realizes that they could use the saline fluid in the fake tits to solve the water problem. And <laughs> Man Bear Pig goes away with his family, and we actually see Carmen's bare tits. Oh, God. And it the- reminded me of when we saw Car- uh, Bart's penis in The Simpsons. What? Movie. What? Where did that come from? You never saw the Simpsons movie? I don't. Uh, I think I theaters. saw it. I thank God I don't remember it. It wasn't a graphic penis. Okay, That's because so obviously, kid, the people still took their kids to that movie. Yeah. Um. But no, it was like yeah, they like he was naked at one point and weird. It was like a little nub. <laughs> no, it was it was it wasn't much. It was not graphic, but yeah, we saw Cartman's bare tits. And then in the end, Randy's like, oh, let's smoke some weed. So I was like, no, no it's don't go back. back to the weed, please. But it was still hilarious. Very funny. Movie. We had a lot of fun watching mm. it. Go check it out. Definitely. Yeah. All right. Fan questions. And then we'll get out of here. Uh, let's see here. Dylan, not really related to hogwash, but do you guys uh, do any trips near Boston? Would love to see you guys, and if yeah. not, when's the next live podcast you'll be doing? <laughs> May plan a trip. Comic Palooza twenty twenty three. Yeah, I mean maybe WrestleMania in California. Oof. Um, but as of right now, it's gonna be expensive. I'm probably not gonna be going because my one of my best friends is getting married that weekend. I know. Not me. They're not wrestling fans. No. Um. So, but, you know, Eric and Joe might go, so who knows. If it's good, the wedding's Saturday, so if Sunday... They announced Stolkholm's coming back? No, I'll but if, if, like, WrestleMania Sunday has a good card and a good story, and, and you know, like, wh- whoever wins the Rumble actually, I feel, has a shot at beating Roman Reigns, and maybe I'll like Austin fly Theory? there Sunday morning. Yeah. Not Austin Theory, no. <laughs> no. Uh yeah oh uh, S Thorne says second uh, second end uh, second did I was excited when SummerSlam was gonna be in Boston and it sounded like they were coming up but COVID ruined that that's true yeah, yeah. Jake Baker Pushfire Barry South Park villains Man Bear Pig Cartman Scott Tennerman well oh. it pushes Cartman obviously wow well, for sure Scott Tennerman had it worse though. Uh, no, no no push you're just Pushfire bearing villains oh villains Cartman's the best villain. Well, for sure. Uh, then Man Bear Pig, then Scott Tennerman. Yeah, that order. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would even say Professor Chaos would be up there. There was but... a Professor Chaos at Comic-Con. Oh, there was. That's right. Yeah. I love Carnage. If you combine every Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad episode, uh, where does this latest Better Call Saul episode rank? Uh, rank? 
Uh, side note, I felt that was an anticlimactic way for Lalo to go out. Well, I mean, you, I would think it was the most obvious way he was going to go out, like Andrew kind of mentioned. I think, again, everyone was just... I mean, yeah, he didn't get exploded like Gus. Right. Right? Was this the best episode they've ever had? No. No, I think the episode before good. this one was better. For sure. The Howard one. Howard Death, that's 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 up there in top ten. Top the Howard five. one is, yeah, amazing. Mm-hmm. It's like that one and then the Better Call Saul episode where he fights his brother in court. Right. And his brother Jimmy versus his, Chuck. His brother goes crazy. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a great one as well. Right. So no, this was a really good episode, but um it, you know, it's up there. Yeah. For sure. Amir, there's been uh, fan arts of Anthony Starr, Homelander, as the reverse Flash, and honestly, it fits him really well. What do you guys think about that casting? <sighs> yeah. I think he could probably do anything he wanted. Right. I want to see But him I mean, playing another, bat, playing another super villain, I mean, he's kind of already doing that. Mm-hmm. Give so him a good him guy for once. Give him a good guy. <clears throat> yeah. Joey Cage, great time seeing you guys at Comic Palooza. Same hey. to you, Joey. Pushfire Berry Celebrity Award Show Moment, uh, Chris Rock and Will Smith, Kanye interrupting Taylor Swift and killing her moment, uh, or um, Moonlight and La La, Man, La La Land mix up. Uh, you remember that? I don't remember that. When they said like the best movie, it was at the end of the Oscars a few years ago, and they were like, oh, best movie? La La Land. And then they all come up. And then they realized that they made a mistake, and they were like, "Oh no, no! It was moon. It was moonlight." That's and terrible. they all had to leave. They all thought they won the Oscar, uh, and they all to, they all had to walk off stage. They're like, "Oh shit!" Uh, I don't know that one, but I think the most the most weirdest for me is I mean the most Taylor Swift and well, that no, was the I mean weirdest. that's weird, but weirder is Will Smith. I don't know. Slapping Chris Rock. Because that was so quick, but the Kanye thing was... That, that Keep lasts a little the wife's name out your fucking mouth! No, that's way weirder and way crazier. I don't know. I'm pushing He Kanye. assaulted someone and then F-bombed all over the Oscars. Yeah, but it was a man-on-man violence. This was Kanye, you know. It wasn't of, violence, though. It wasn't violence, but he was being an asshole. No, Will lady, Smith slapping Chris Rock was a way bigger I'm deal. I'm pushing Kanye. Yeah. All right. Uh, you would push Kanye. Pop Culture Junkie, question, Down what are your top three South Park episodes and top three adult characters? Adult care. Oh, South Park adult characters. Well, number one's Randy. Uh, Randy, uh, Kyle's dad. Kyle's dad's pretty funny. Eh. Um, uh, I don't know if I would put Kyle's dad. But, but again, there's not many great adult. Oh, and Officer Barbrady. Officer Barbrady's hilarious. Do you, I, haven't, I haven't seen that. I do. Movie. I love the cop. That's Officer Barbrady. No, 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 no. The other cop. Oh, the new, the redheaded cop. Yeah. Yeah. I, can't I do love him. And then Kanye West is my third favorite. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's Kanye's a gay fish. Got a lot of love on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, and then top three South Park episodes. I mean, that's. That's, that's a that's, podcast on itself. Yeah. That's we a could, top 10 We can do that bracket we'll, one we'll day. We'll save that top 10 list for another well, day. Well, we could do a, we could do best South Park bracket Best one South day. Park I want to do. I still want to do best Simpsons bracket one day. Best be Simpsons episode. No, I don't know any Simpsons episodes. Okay, I'll help you though. Well, no. Why would you do it then? Yeah, it'll be me, Eric, and then my one of my best friends, Stephen. 
he's an asshole that's getting married on WrestleMania. Oh. But he's, yeah. you know, a huge Simpsons fan. Uh, Bobby the Mark Soydam. Uh, John Carter, Cold Pursuit, Santa Slay. Oh, I didn't realize this was his list. Mm. Santa Slay starring Goldberg. Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Slayer, Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin. Uh, love and hate all these movies. Yeah. Carlos Ramirez, eventually you guys, uh, Josh Reese, will review horror movies, right? Nope is next week, and I'm looking forward to Halloween ends. Great to see you guys at Comic Palooza. Take care. Thank you again. I kind of do want to see Nope. I kind of do. It doesn't look like it's going to be too scary of a movie. <laughs> Shut up. Like, like maybe like medium well, scary? Hold on. We, we, we did Halloween Kills, right? I didn't watch that. You didn't? Mm-mm. Oh, that was with Eric. Yeah. Mm. Um. Wow, so we're going to see Nope next week, though, right? Okay, we'll see Nope. All right. That might be the edge of my scary. And don't worry, I'll see it with Josh. If he gets scared, he can just, you know, hold on to my arm. Or... <laughs> well, I was saying we need to get a camera that could shoot in the dark and then just film Josh's reaction to him getting scared. You and... see a lot of this. Nope, 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 nope. Oh, yeah, I'll be making the sound. Nope, yeah. nope, nope. Jason Deere, this past episode of Better Call Saul was supposedly the episode that Bob Odenkirk had his heart attack. If you notice, oh. he was only in a few scenes. Yeah, he was tied up. <laughs> Do you think the writers uh, changed it to Kim going to Gus's house instead so they could shoot as many of the scenes as they could without Odenkirk? Uh, I don't know. I, I think don't think he, so because, again, I think this is what's going to cause Kim to leave. Right, and I think they wanted that fake out of us thinking that this was where Kim was going to die. I think they just halted production for a couple weeks and right. then continued filming. But I'm with that a little bit. He more. said, also, Lalo deserved a more memorable death than that. I mean, look how they sent Gus off in the face-off. I mean, it's true. It's a good point. I was a little disappointed. Yeah. yeah. Rampager, who would you guys cast in a King of the Hill live-action movie? Holy shit. Well, Boomhauer would be Matthew McConaughey, for sure. Which one is that? Okay. Dale Gribble. Uh, who would be Dale, Dale Gribble? Who would be Hank Hill? I feel like Jonah Hill should be uh, Bobby? son. Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> damn it, damn, damn it, Bobby. Damn it, Bobby. Who would and be? then I could play Bobby. Because I, I could do his voice. Or no, I could play the dad. I could play the dad. I could be Hank. Uh, who's that guy that was in um, um, Office Space? The, the nerdy guy with the glasses? Um, Milton? Milton. The Mil- one that didn't get paid? Yes. And set the place on fire? Milton should be a, a Hank's, Hank's friend, but the, the loser one? What, mm. uh, fuck, what was his name? See, I don't, know, I don't know King of the Hill that well. King of the Hill is a funny show. It's coming yeah. back, too, I think. I think it's coming back. It is, and it's yeah. going to be like Bobby's going to be an adult. Like, it's going to take place... Oh, it might be Jonah Hill. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Eric, you said, surprised no one mentioned the other guys last week. Great comedy. I feel like someone did. I think I said that was on my, like, the movies that I didn't mention. One of, one of the fans were, were had close. the other guys. It is a good movie. I like it. I didn't really like it. Honestly. All about a desk pop. Uh, the Rizzler, uh, the better connecting story combo, better call Saul and Breaking Bad versus MCU movies. Individual character miniseries shows. I don't think any storyline can beat Gilligan's world. No, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad. Yeah, I can't think of a better, you know, prequel and then, you know, um, actual TV show than Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad. Exactly. Not even in the Star Wars universe. Oh, not even. Especially. What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. 
that's all for fan questions and comments. So make sure you subscribe to our podcast wherever you're viewing us. We also have exclusive videos on our YouTube channel, Hollywood Hogwash Pod. Follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Hollywood Hog Pod. Uh, next week, we'll be doing the next episode of Better Call Saul. And we're going to go see Nope. Nope. And we'll see what the big twist is there. And we'll see if I make it all the way through. Yeah, cross your fingers. <laughs>